All right. Um, another little blurb that kind of came in, and this one's actually really fucking cool. It's understanding a bit deeper in this aspect of repetition of emotion in relationship to... It's a bit of a, a tie, so follow with me, okay? Or follow me on this. The repetition of emotion imprinting a feeling based upon, let's say, a repetition of imagery of the repetition of a word, okay? Which would tie to a specific definition. So, again, subconsciously, what I've been dealing with was money, okay? Money, subconsciously, from zero to eight, I've learned a lot of, you know, bad stuff about money and then from family member coming from an immigrant country and then repeating this amount, this kind of set pattern of just money is this, money is bad, money leads to greed, repeated over and over and over again, um, which then brought, you know, church didn't really help as well because they called it various amounts of uh, negative stuff. And again, it's like people stuck in the mind. It's not just calling them out on that, but it's basically... Laying it down and understanding that, okay, for that amount of time, zero to eight, the mind that learns, you know, true, easily through the subconscious mind, that repetition goes on. Then media didn't necessarily help because, okay, stereotypical characters built from what was then, uh, which was another person's experience, may have projected. Well, of course, I'm not going to say of course, but there's a lot of projection that's made on, okay, those people with a lot of money, they, they must be doing like that because I've had experience with one person or two people like that or a specific circle. So, you know, the, the, that repetition in the media from writers that had those experience and projected those out. Um, so now I kind of notice that, okay, well, with, you know, with that trail along, when it comes to that subconsciously, it kind of brings up this feeling of just, mm, okay, there's a bit of separation. Again, knowing I'm not the mind, I understand that feeling, that little poignant thing in the, at the heart to be this aspect of separation, separating from the all. So in that spec, in that vein, I then kind of look into it and see the repetition that has been going on for an amount of year. It, the initial starting ramp off, which I've spoken about, but then the natural repetition that's been going on and on and on and on and on over the years. So it brings an aspect, it brings an aspect of just kind of looking into this a bit further, but for various other things when it comes to um, not simply imagery, because to a certain degree, um, imagery like... If I look at specific art pieces, I'm going to get a specific feeling. If I look at a specific anime, I'm going to get a specific feeling over a repetition of looking at that kind of material. And immediately, you know, without necessarily looking at the series itself, I might just see a frame, an action frame, and I'm going to get, mm, yeah, that intensity. You know, it kind of happens with soundtrack from time to time. And it's not simply it's not like it's not simply surface level because eventually uh, i kind of ask okay well why this over something else and the same kind of went with money you know why this word over something else and leading back to the subconscious aspect of it and also understanding that later on past that zero to eight point age uh we learn through repetition 
So again, noticing, again, like I said, media is in lag time. So there's various things that aren't really necessarily understood at the time compared to our consciousness. So media is in really, really slow lag time, showing stuff that are made for entertainment, yet not necessarily for growth. So, and it literally kind of ties back into a conversation I had with someone else that was getting kind of frustrated that they weren't making certain progress, but it's like, well, wait, where do you get this idea or this correlation um, to which you're comparing yourself to, thus assuming you're not necessarily making progress? And this is where, you know, we kind of went deeper into it, and it's like this idea that it would have been a bit like a Disney type of, oh, shit, I got this big revelation, everything is going to change, and Again, the repetition that's often done in those kind of media is to, again, it's to write it in a show format to entertain people, but it's not to mirror reality. It's basically a habit that we unfortunately caught by having such an ingestion of, like, we have so much choice of media and most of them are kind of following that same kind of narrative beat up and down, up and down with the same kind of habits and behavior. But again, all this is in lag time. It does not evolve as fast as we do. Uh, And it's made for entertainment. So characters have to have a certain aspect of, um, they can't be perfect and there's no perfection. But it's, you see what I mean? It's kind of like a scale. It's understanding that they're, they're still stuck in the mind most of the time. They're not making this progression, this 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 understanding of you know balance between compassion and wisdom they to make it entertaining there needs to be a hook and they kind of need to be flawed so again this kind of repetition and lag time and yes it's entertaining but the repetition of such things does sink into your cup's subconscious that's why and i remember i used to be uh hang around very very fearful people and they would continuously watch these kind of YouTube film montage, watch these disaster movies and all that. And eventually they just kind of, it just becomes normal to be in fear with that kind of repetition and not necessarily questioning themselves. So you, and that, of course, double, like a Tetris block, stands on top of the aspect of, you know, the judgment that's been happening in their lives when it came to their, the parenting that they received and, you know, it's like a Tetris block, one thing after another, because if you're trapped in an aspect of judgment and you, you know, you, you find yourself judging others a lot, well, there's a lot of inner self-judgment that is preventing you from actually looking at this, you know? Hell, like I said, when you're raised in a setting that you need to be right or you're going to receive tremendous pain, either physical or psychological abuse, well... Over time, zero to eight, remember, it just learns. And after a while, you're like, okay, well, subconscious mind or the the brain just wants to survive. It wants your survival. So as illogical as it may seem, oh, shit, um, if I go and try to do this work a bit more carefully, I might find out that I'm wrong. And that could bring pain, you know. So it, it doesn't necessarily, the subconscious doesn't necessarily make much logic, so you can see how one block stands on top of another on top of another to a certain degree. And of course, there are times where they would just all fall down without 
that much of an issue. But noticing the repetition and then the emotion tied to certain words because of that repetition happening over and over and over. Watch uh, a specific documentary or movie with much more details and graphic details about these things. Repeat that over and over and over. Repeat a specific kind of imagery over and over and over. And eventually it becomes normal to have that mood associated to that imagery or word, just like the money thing. And of course, at that point, the subconscious is like, okay, that's cool. Autopilot goes on. It, there's no questioning it because if you have that other little blocker of just needing to be right, then you won't question it because you need to be right. And again, that's still stuck in the mind. Survival or a need, you know? So it's fascinating to notice how it can drive into how it can kind of drive into a downward spiral, but also like athletes, like um, cra- people in their crafts. I was going to say craftsmen. Eh, that could work too. Uh, various You could find various other examples. Even motivational speakers, when they talk, it is a repetition of a, a new association. Tony Robin literally just opened me up like years ago to it. But now it makes a lot more sense to me now because NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, teaches you that. It's, I kind of wish there would, I'm saying I kind of wish, but now I'm seeing much more of how a wider scale of interpretation to it because you, you match it up to quantum physics and the aspect of repeating a specific kind of word to emotion heighten heightening it and then cause leading to an expectation after a while you know um it's kind of like the belief cycle that's been that i've explained in the video at one point you know your thoughts leading to an emotion leading to you know you loop those over and over and over it creates a belief and then you're gonna your mind will want to seek extra information for confirmation and then making it a conviction. It's like, okay, this is real. Yet, um, it's again, science is just kicking its butt now, but there's also been various practice of meditation that went into that. Um, like I say, when it comes to our language and the way it kind of shoved away imagination as this hairy-fairy BS, well, fuck our language because... Asking various other people in other um, in other regions in other countries, what are your specific words for this aspect of just going in your going closing your eyes and going into various other inner worlds and various other world? Well, I find various other definitions. You know, like ascending, like um, this aspect of cross dimension, this aspect of like transcending the mind, transcending the ego, and it's like. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> you know, you start looking into other countries. It's like, oh, really? Interesting, you know? <laughs> so, um, and again, it's all part of the whole Babel's Tower thing. We we have the information and the, the communication tool to pull in that information. So we're now asking questions and then attempting to find a bridge with each other because of our language and definition is the ultimate barrier and separation. Uh, but while our feeling, our interpretations of feeling is a universal language. Um, so 
it's it's quite interesting. So, just uh, coming back to to it, okay? Coming back to the initial point of just the repetition of certain words with a certain association and increasing level of feelings to it. You can use that in the positive aspect. You can use it to help yourself and kick yourself in, onto a high new gear. Do like the athlete, like the sports at least. Um, the sport at least, the sport athletes visualize over and over and over the, the, some of the things that you kind of want to accomplish. As you're visualizing it from an endpoint, you've already, in a sense, set a master key at work because to the degree that you're able to do this repetition and doing it prior to bed, or if you're able to do the DMT meditation, which means you're going to do lift the spinal fluid up the back, uh, go refer to Joe Dispenza. Well, at one point, you just kick yourself out of the mind and you're accessing the subconscious mind directly. Now, you can do repetition over and over and over and eventually it's going to imprint the subconscious mind. Yet, if you do the breathing meditation or you try to do this prior to going to bed, you enter a gamma state in your brain, which just your conscious mind doesn't put any blockers with its belief and its barrier. Your hard drive is not here to fuck with you. You're basically going to input the command directly. And the interesting thing I've noticed, because I've done this with drawing multiple times, subconsciously at one point, you know, I not, nah, not subconsciously, unconsciously. I did it unconsciously for an amount of time. Started noticing I was, I had an easier and easier time doing certain drawings. I had an easier and easier time creating certain setups, uh, certain animation jokes and various things. Because at one point, it just became natural due to my repetition. I just kept visualizing it based on, let's say, an idea that would kind of come up. And it's a practice I want to do, um, refine more and more and more and more and more. Because it's like, yeah, as soon as I had that end point, that end beat, that end quote, okay? Well, no, not quote. But I saw the final product in my mind. And if I kept up with it. There's been various times where it's like, ah, okay, I can easily just pop in the volume, pop in the comic. Like, that's how I kind of worked on the first tree extra stage. Then the joke happened with extra stage four, which I was trying to play around with that, where it took me a long time. And there was a, a certain amount of drama in my life, which kind of, again, didn't really allow me to go into that focus when I did not know how to consciously do that. So... But now looking back at it, repetition, 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 subconscious mind picks it up. And the funniest thing is, just like the trick in drawing where you'll draw the heads and the hands, okay, without drawing the body or without necessarily drawing the arms, your mind will figure out how to, you know, connect the dots. It literally will. Um, and I've been telling that story about the whole raging storm of multiple times about at one point in a contest, uh, at a convention, you had to do a very tricky fighting game moves on a, a fighting game move on an arcade stick. It's like doing a pretzel motion and then pressing punch. And I've n rarely played with a, with an arcade stick. I'm more of a D-pad player, but, and I've never played King of Fighter on an arcade stick. So geez, that was tricky. Yet I just went, did that visualization multiple times asking myself, okay, how fast would it be? And what would be the the result? And it's like, okay, how fast? 0 0.5, 0 0.3 seconds punch. Um, result, I'm not jumping. And then I do the move. 
And after doing it a couple of times in my mind and seeing the result, because I knew what the move was, I just never performed it. Uh, doing it a couple of times in my mind and then booyah, done it. And it was the first time I've ever done that move with an arcade stick. You know, and I again that was before being a conscious of all those techniques and that convergence of all this information, you know, visualization, meditation, uh, hypnosis, NLP, all those terms. It's all coming down <laughs> it's all coming down to a similar area, which we're now investigating further, which is the subconscious and understanding how it works. So yeah, there's a certain amount of repetition and practice that you can do to just kick yourself into high gear, as well as being careful about the kind of repetitions that you're ingesting. Social media, media in general, and certain aspect of, you know, the, the, the spreading of fear. Because eventually I do, again, last little paragraph and then I'll stop. When social justice started propping up and started jumping into video game territory um and you know we had some marches in um in quebec because of our government fucking with things you know so there was at that point i kind of became a bit more involved with media but there was always this feeling of walking on eggshells because another person would get, you know, this idea that another person would get offended. Why? Because I was starting to listen to media uh, be because of how it kind of impacted the video game industry and uh, journalists aspect of things. I was starting to listen to more media talking about these events or various other things like that. And at one point, and this is where this is key, I was being my own downfall in at that you know my own suppressor because i kept listening to that over and over and over building an expectation of some of these things kind of coming even though i was kind of chill about it all there was still an internal expectation of oh shit maybe this is gonna happen oh shit maybe i'm gonna land on a person like that and lo and behold sometimes you land on people like that by continuously focusing on that by accident you know and all this is without knowing that not being the mind and the same kind of goes for everyone but having this aspect of you know that was the wisdom then having this aspect of compassion of going okay well this person is still kind of stuck in the trap of the mind just like communism has done for well various people in russia because Again, it goes into this aspect of group mentality, separation, one versus the other, demonizing the other, walking on eggshell, having stools and all of that. Like mind, 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 always thinking that the other is in charge of or has any powers of your emotion on both ends. Doesn't matter which side. So understanding that at this point, it's like, oh, Okay, wow. You you know, you're you're able to see the bounce back and forth that happens of being stuck in the mind. As soon as you have an enemy, funny enough, this is why the whole everyone is you pushed out type of thing kind of comes in and bounces nicely into the mirror reflection exercise. You're doing it to yourself because it comes from your own mind, your own idea your own projection, your own rule sets. And upon having a, an initial bounce and not necessarily going, okay, well, maybe this is this person's belief and that's all right. You know, again, at the time, didn't know. And that's fine. You know, we're getting more information about this. But at the time, didn't know. Well, then it stays as a rule set internally in the mind. 
And then it becomes, okay, well, now i got to walk on eggshells because, you know, it's just definitely sure somebody's going get, get to get offended without necessarily knowing that the person getting offended is their own rule sets. It's their own ones and zeros. It's still working with the duality of the mind going, if person X does this, I react. But it, that's ultimate weakness. That's like needing a person to do a certain thing for you to feel happy or to feel good with yourself. And again, cyclical indoctrination. I really want to find a better word than indoctrination because I don't assume that people know the ramification of such, uh, let's say, aspect of teaching. And when I mean ramification, I mean conscious choice of the impact it has on others. Because there's conscious choice in the moment and saying, okay, well, that person's going to learn. But then there's also deeper, like, deeper conscious choice, like understanding how the subconscious work, understanding the whole eggshell aspect and the anxiety momentum wheel that it creates in another person, understanding that you boost that momentum of anxiety wheel, it's going to break down your internal system. You know, again, it's this aspect of not knowing these things and being in a single discipline. I am a teacher. I am this. I am that. But not necessarily looking into science or meditation and all that, which is what the point we're kind of at now. People going into multiple disciplines, studying multiple books, multiple philosophies, multiple methods, and kind of seeing the interconnecting weaves between them all. And then more or having further understanding of the human mind from various points of view, various countries, various interpretations, you know, to the degree that it can and not needing to have it be 100% correct. You know, you're not studying a book to know it by heart. You're studying to understand the principle and feel that growth within you. So it's really interesting now to kind of notice this. And again, going back to the aspect of your thoughts and the repetition and the built, you know, the repetition of a certain kind of thoughts, building up the emotion and then triggering that thing much easier with a much more powerful emotion because of repetition. You can use that for your own advantage and you can literally just set yourself up in a momentum of just, okay, this is going to be great. This is going to be fantastic. Let me just set myself up to, I don't know, me for myself, I want to fix this fucking money thing because, again, I'm not not blaming my parents. I understand fully what kind of situations they were in. Yet, having picked up and spotted this subconscious aspect, fuck it, (laughs) you know? Just kind of going, fuck it. (laughs) And just kind of pinpoint target, let's go, let's clear this up. So, in that very same practice... There's a couple of things that can kind of be done. Okay, visualization is one thing. Yet at the same time, there's also... And again, these are personal notes. Um, when it comes to the practice, you'll find your own practice. You'll you investigate in multiple things. And you'll find your very own connection to it. Because it's all an internal connection with your own interpretations of feeling. As well as your reaction to certain things. Yet... What I've kind of noticed, especially having going both inside the the scientific aspect, but also the energy aspect, and then seeing the correlation between it, 
all of it has to do with feelings. <laughs> all of it has to do with feelings. And just like people wearing charms, when it comes to that kind of stuff, then you're going to think a certain thing when you wear that specific charm or you even look at it because you either were told or you could literally apply it to that. Apply it how? By your thoughts. Because you're going to keep repeating a certain kind of thought to it. And every time you're going to repeat that thought, the feeling is going to grow and grow and grow. So you can play around that specific way. You can even use music to bring that kind of effect. You can even bring visual like music videos as well. To just replay that music video. I, I can hear some of you going, really? I'm going to have to replay that shit over and over? Yeah, that's how you impress your subconscious mind. <laughs> Unless you're uh, zero to eight, but they're not going to go back then. Uh, I mean, back to the future. Meh, whatever. But it's that's the way that you just keep re-impressing. You, know? you change certain expressions that you weren't necessarily taking a hold of because you didn't know what you didn't know. And that's fine. Yet, at that point, you'll basically just take control. And that's the thing. You know, we have entire control over it. We just didn't know what the controller and what the buttons were. So, again, not being the mind and also understanding the aspect of repetition in this sort of thing. Um, And, yeah, just play with this. It's fucking cool. (laughs) Really fucking cool. And if you find any any other methods, some of the things that worked for you, just drop them in the comments. You know, let's share these techniques and play with this. It's not an aspect that there's no absolutes. It's all independent to another person. But at the same time, you are able to, just the sharing of techniques kind of gives an eye to how it works for someone, how it works for someone else. And our natural human cool-ass ability is to go full Taskmaster from Marvel, which is basically I can decode what, how it kind of worked for another person. This is why like, I'm getting a flood of insights on this type of thing, and I'm noticing that it often it does piggyback on some of the stuff that I've learned, but also channels in some of these interconnection, interweaving um, understandings because it's like, huh, why didn't I figure that out when I studied, uh, let's say Tony Robin or when I studied Joe Dispenza or when I studied what the bleep do we know? And it's like, well, it's just doesn't, it just, it just didn't at that point. But because of allowing the thought speed to just roll on this momentum to a point where my conscious mind does not block itself. It does not block any of, of the possibilities. Because at time the conscious mind, again, wants to be right. It wants to be super accurate. It wants to be super, you know, like this. But, hey, we're playing with non-duality. So get the fuck out, you know. Well, upon doing that, rolling those thoughts at high speed, the conscious mind can't block it. And then the interconnection, as well as even more information, kind of just drops in. And it's fucking beautiful. I want to, at one point, I kind of want to make a bit of a blurb on channeling itself because we all do it. You can do it in your craft when you see you're going into the flow state and you're not stopping yourself from just drawing, sketching, or doing what you do. You know, it's similar, similar principle. And it's just that, you know, there's various levels of channeling because I've noticed there's deeper states where 
upon practice, 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 as, and as well as guidance in practice, I've known certain people that literally just change their whole state in an aspect of channeling a different state, a different being inside of them. So that's deeper channeling. But us, you know, without that practice and, and repetition, we are able to access certain kind of channeling states upon uh, pushing our thought speed to such a high speed that the, the brain, the conscious mind doesn't block, doesn't interfere. And I, it's fucking cool because the kind of information that you get, hey, how you create jokes, how you ad lib, how you improv, you know, on the fly, it's a kind of channeling. So make that correlation and you can kind of see how you can apply that to various other disciplines, to various other uh, activities, to various other goal, without necessarily needing to be in the, um, you know, complete state change channeling. It's fucking cool. It really is. <laughs> so yeah, play with that.